Welcome to the Audio Pants and Pannery with your host, Stephen Pasquini, PAC, where I make studying for your pants and pannery fun. Okay, not really, but at least tolerable. Question one. A 41-year-old female complains of three weeks of gradually worsening pain at the base of the thumb and radial aspect of the wrist. She and her husband have been renovating their home for the last two months, and it has become increasingly difficult for her to hold a hammer. She denies numbness or tingling. She denies any history of previous trauma to the wrist. On examination, there is tenderness over the distal radial styloid and pain reproduced with ulnar deviation of a fist clenched over the abducted thumb. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis? Is it A. Carpal tunnel syndrome, B. Decorvain's tenosynovitis, C. A ganglion cyst, or D. Volar flexor tenosynovitis? The answer is B. Decorvain's tenosynovitis typically results from repetitive activity involving pinching the thumb while moving the wrist. There is often pain and tenderness over the radiostyloid, and Finkelstein's is positive in this patient. Question 2. Who is the most likely to require subacute bacterial endocarditis prophylaxis prior to a dental procedure? Is it A, a 22-year-old female with mitral valve prolapse? Is it B, a 36-year-old male with bioprosthetic mitral valve? Is it C, a 45-year-old female with an ASD closure 8 months ago with no residual defect? Or is it D, a 15-year-old male with a bicuspid aortic valve? The answer is B, a 36-year-old male with bioprosthetic mitral valve. The AHA recommends that patients with prosthetic heart valves receive antibiotic prophylaxis, as should cardiac transplant recipients with valve disease. Unrepaired cyanotic CHD, repaired CHD with prosthetic material, or device during the first six months of the procedure and repaired CHD with residual defect at the site of patch or prosthetic device. Question 3. Which of the following is the most appropriate intervention for a patient suffering from a specific phobia, such as fear of snakes? Is it A, lithium, B, behavioral therapy, C, insight-oriented therapy, or D, electroconvulsive therapy? The answer is B, specific phobias most commonly are treated with behavioral therapy, including exposure therapy, utilizing systemic desensitization. Hypnosis, supportive therapy, and family therapy may also be useful adjunct treatment. Question 4. Which of the following is the most common cause of acute epididymitis in men under the age of 40? Is it A. Chlamydia? Is it B. E. coli? Is it C. Pseudomonas aeruginosa? Is it D. Uroplasma urolyticum? The answer is A. Chlamydia. In men under the age of 40, acute epididymitis is typically caused by chlamydia and Neisseria gonorrhea. Question number five. Routine prophylaxis for patients going to an area of malaria infestation requires the administration of which chemoprophylaxis agent? Is it A, chloroquine? Is it B, ciprofloxacin? Is it C, tetracycline? Or is it D, erythromycin? The answer is A. The use of chloroquine is still recommended as a drug of choice for prophylaxis in areas of non-resistant malaria, which are becoming increasingly rarer. Question number six. A 57-year-old male presents with acute bilateral lower extremity weakness and urinary incontinence that began after he fell early today. His examination is significant for bilateral lower extremity sensory deficits 
and weakness along with decreased rectal sphincter tone. Which of the following is the most appropriate intervention? Is it A, epidural steroids? Is it B, oral NSAIDs? Is it C, physical therapy? Or is it D, surgery? The answer is D, surgery. This is called equina syndrome. It's rare, but a serious surgical emergency because the duration of nerve compression is inversely correlated with the likelihood of full neurologic recovery. Question 7. A 42-year-old male is brought to the emergency department with a stab wound to his right lateral chest wall. On physical examination, the patient is stable with decreased breath sounds on the right with dullness to percussion. An upright chest x-ray reveals the presence of a moderate pleural effusion. Subsequent diagnostic thoracentesis contains bloody aspirate. Which of the following is the most appropriate intervention? Is it A. Thoracotomy, B. Needle aspiration, C. Close observation, or D. Tube thoracostomy? The answer is D. Tube thoracostomy. This patient has a hemothorax. Drainage of a hemothorax is best obtained through insertion of a chest tube. This is called tube thoracostomy. Question 8. A 67-year-old female with history of hypertension, diabetes mellitus, and smoking presents to the emergency department with mild expressive aphasia, right facial weakness, and mild right arm weakness. She had awakened 60 minutes ago and was speaking to her husband when her speech suddenly became difficult to understand and weakness was noted. Physical examination reveals a blood pressure of 165 over 85. A CT of the head shows no intracranial hemorrhage. Which of the following is the most appropriate intervention? Is it A, aspirin, B, warfarin, C, tissue plasminogen activator, or D, clopidogrel, or Plavix? The answer is C, TPA. IV thrombolytic therapy with recombinant tissue plasminogen activator is effective in reducing the neurological deficits in selected patients without CT evidence of intracranial hemorrhage and when administered within three hours after onset of ischemic stroke. Question 9. Which of the following patients is at highest risk for the development of the skin disorder known as erythrasma? Is it A. Lactating women? Is it B. Postmenopausal women? Is it C. Seniors living in cold northern climate? Is it D, people living in a tropical climate? The answer is D, people living in a tropical climate. People living in warm tropical climate, people wearing occlusive clothing or shoes, obese patients, and those with hyperhidrosis are at increased risk of erythrasma. The diagnosis of this condition is made by demonstration of a coral red fluorescence. Last question, question 10. A 72-year-old man with a long-standing history of diabetes mellitus, renal insufficiency, and hypertension presents to the clinic complaining of burning and tingling pain in his feet. Which of the following medications would help control pain in this patient? Is it A. Phenobarbital, B. Amitriptyline, is it C. Celebrex, or D. Codeine? The answer is B. Amitriptyline has been recommended for pain associated with diabetic neuropathy. Also, and more commonly, we would use gabapentin. Well, that's it for today. I hope you had fun, and thank you for listening to this episode of The Audio Pants and Pantry. I will see you next time for 10 more amazing board review questions. Have a wonderful day.